Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Just switch the hip It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Start. Joe Ryan Eagle on vacation. I'm Jason Menix. Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies, joining us now on the Buyers Barricades guest line because LAM's got a pretty big game this weekend there in College Station. Andrew, how's your Friday? You got it. Andrew, how's your Friday? Yes, sir. My Friday is great. How's your Friday? I, I, already, I already got it started. Uh, well, uh, it sounds like, you know, I saw a picture of uh, uh, Pete Thamel, the game days up there at the State Fair, fried fireball. And he said, would you try it? Uh, well, of course. Sounds like you already have, and they've got it there at the A&M tailgates, because I imagine the tailgates have started with Alabama coming to town. <laughs> Jason, they had ticket pull after the Auburn game. The students were waiting for ticket pull. It was like a tent city outside of Kyle Field. They are ready for this one. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think Kyle Field is going to be flat-out electric tomorrow for this one. When you think about Alabama coming in, last time they were at College Station, uh, almost a three-touchdown favorite, I think it was, what, 18, 18 and a half, something like that, and A&M won the game, as you probably remember, um, in, in an incredible game, right? You look at this Alabama team, and, you know, they're still highly ranked, but not where they normally are, and a lot of people are talking down about this Alabama team, comparing it to previous teams coached by Nick Saban. I just, I, I just, there's something about the mystique of Alabama. How is Jimbo handled this week going against his former boss? Uh, like any other week. And I, I know fans don't like to hear that. You can't prepare better for Alabama than you can for Auburn or Arkansas or next week against Tennessee or two weeks after that against South Carolina. You just can't in the SEC. You have to focus on yourself and what you do best. And that's what this defense has done in the last two weeks. This offense has to keep on humming and play mistake-free is going to have to be. But if you're going to prepare more for the Alabamas, then that means human nature tells you that we're not going to prepare for ULM or we're not going to prepare for New Mexico. And you can't do that. You just can't. You have to prepare the same way. The opponent is faceless, and that's what Jimbo has really preached, I think, since he's been here at Texas A&M. And really, every game, you scout the opponent. But every game is about yourself. And can you keep growing? Can you keep getting better? That's what it is. It's the highs and the lows of playing in the SEC and playing in the SEC West, Jason. <laughs> you know, I get rivalry games in the LSU, you know, LSU, things like that. But you know what? If you don't prepare for Ole Miss, uh, Ole Miss beat at the Aggies at Kyle Field last year. Mississippi State, that's the thing. I think you have to look for that consistency. And that's what Jimbo, I think, prizes with this group. 
Andrew Monica, the voice of the Aggies here on the Blitz. You look at last week's game, and, and as we were heading into that game against Arkansas, you talked about A&M has to be as physical or more so than Arkansas, and they were. I think that was the more impressive part about last week's win over the Razorbacks was, quite frankly, they bullied Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I, uh, I asked Jimbo this. Uh, I felt A&M controlled the line of scrimmage against Auburn. I thought they dominated it against Arkansas, and that was surprising. Uh, not Not that the defense could do this, against that Arkansas front. They really, really got after them. And what I like about this defensive line is it's not just the first four. It comes in waves, and that had to be demoralizing to Arkansas. I thought they contained K.J. Jefferson well. I thought they did a good job on Arkansas's running backs. I thought the Aggie defense really understood what Arkansas was going to run and really, uh, they were in the right positions. The communication was there. You could you could see them flying. But look, they're going to have to do that tomorrow, and they're going to do it the next week against Tennessee. But this is a defense and a defensive line that I think sets the tone for the entire Aggie D. And you think about that defensive line and that group: fifteen tackles for loss last week against Arkansas. Can they do that? tomorrow against Alabama or have Alabama in a second and eight, a third and seven, those yeah. kinds of situations. They're going to have to, Jason. They can't let they can't let Jalen Milrow get out of contain. Uh, look, they've got two great running backs, I think, in Jace McClellan and Roy Dell Williams. And Milrow might be uh, their most athletic of, of the uh, runners when, when he gets out. So they have to contain. I think there's a little bit of a benefit to playing the Auburn quarterbacks and the Arkansas quarterback. I think Peyton Thorne and Robbie Ashford were run first. They weren't great passers. K.J. Jefferson has hurt the Aggies in the past. I think Milrow is another level. Now, I was as I was looking back to last year, if you'll remember, Milrow was in for Bryce Young in that game uh, at Bryant-Denny Stadium. The Aggies had 10 tackles for loss and four sacks in that game, and they, and they turned Alabama over four times. Fidel Diggs was after Jalen Milrow and, and forced a couple of fumbles in that one. They're going to have to repeat that, and they're going to have to be cleaner on offense. Look, Jimbo says they, he doesn't think they've played a complete game yet, and that's kind of exciting to me, but he thinks they've grown each week. But, no, they're, if Alabama is third and short, look out. I think third downs will be key. Can you get off the field? Can you get a three and out or even like a five or a six and out? But the field position, I think, is going to be key because uh, I, someone joked on his teleconference, they asked Jimbo, do you see Alabama being down? He goes, not what I've looked at, <laughs> not, the, <laughs> not the film that, that I have looked at. Look, they have been solid in all three phases, and let's be honest, they've been the standard in the SEC for the last decade or so. They really have, and, and I think, and I say this, you know, trying to think out the, the right, right way to say this, but... I think a lot of people think Alabama's down after they lost to Texas because they don't fully want to give the Longhorns the credit for being back, right. for, for being right. the number three team in the country. So if they lost to Texas, they can't be very good. And I say, right. man, if you believe that, man, uh, you're wrong. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I don't think there's nearly enough credit for that. Uh, look, in, look at what uh, Alabama then did against that old Miss offense that put 55 on LSU, they held them to 10. They didn't score in the second half. Uh, and the defense has, has been there. Again, 
that's some things you have to look. I, like I, I truly believe if you like the Aggie defense, boy, you're going to be impressed with this Alabama defense that has guys who can rush Dallas Turner and, and Braswell and uh, Tresman Marshall, the transfer from Georgia. They've got a secondary that I think is better than the one that the Aggies faced in Miami. There, there are going to be, I think on Saturday, and I know it's more important what happens in the college game, there are going to be a lot of Sunday players on display, I think, tomorrow for both of these teams. And that's what makes it, makes it really exciting. Look, when, when you are the standard like Alabama, you build your team, because I think in the SEC, if you build your team to beat Alabama, you can beat the other teams. It's not like other leagues. It's not like in the pros where you can play and, and oh, if you want to beat the Golden State Warriors, but it may not be a way to beat another team. But now the thing about Texas A&M and Jimbo in his six years here, he's now competing with Alabama for recruits. McKinley Jackson, who's going to, who holds down that defensive line for A&M, was recruited by Alabama. He came here. That's the difference in the six years. Jimbo is now out recruiting Alabama and Georgia and Clemson and Ohio State. Those teams that are in the college football playoff, the talent is now more even than it's ever been. And that's because, again, that's because that's the template. That's who you want to go after. Again, I've got a ton of respect. The other thing, Jason, is Alabama gets everybody's best shot every week. Not once, not twice. Every week it's the marquee game on their schedule. That's why I give them a ton of credit. Absolutely. God bless the NIL for that too, right? I mean, you, you look at it and, you know, it's, it's for a lot of universities, the NIL has been a game changer in recruiting and it's not like Jimbo was struggling in that area before the NIL became the thing, but certainly take advantage of the current rules and Jimbo has done that. And you look at it, at this game going with Max Johnson and you go all the way back to when Connor was named the starter. You and I, uh, while you were on here on the Blitz, I questioned it because I always thought all offseason, whatever, Max would end up being the starting quarterback. I thought he was the better of the two. Now that it's his team, how different is Max? How different is this offense? Not necessarily during the game, but as you're around the team, is he taken over that QB1 leadership role completely? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he has. And, uh, and in fairness... Uh, they play for him when he was the, the number two behind Connor. I've said this. I know he's a college player, but he's he really treats it like a pro. And and what I mean by that is the preparation, that maturity of talking with Connor when Connor was the quarterback, and how can you do things better, and always being prepared whether he's running with the twos or the ones. But they know he's the leader. That's the thing. This team knows that he's the absolute leader. Jimbo has said this, and he said this about his talent. Uh, but he'll say it about Max Johnson. It's like having two starters. And Max, if you think about it, has actually had more starts in the SEC. This will be his third game against Alabama in his career. Now his first for Texas A&M. But twice for LSU, he's played Alabama. The one time they played at Brian Denny, they lost 20-14, to and Max accounted for both of the LSU touchdowns. There's just something to be said about a quarterback son, to be always being ready, always being prepared, because you know you're one play away. But no, they know he's the leadership. He's got the leadership because Jason, it's the same thing that Connor has. They all have the offense down. They all know what to identify when they get under center. They know how to make plays. There's a toughness there as well that this team absolutely prizes from from their quarterback. So you know, someone's got to be two. You know what I mean? You can't start yep. both. And 
I give Max a ton of credit for the attitude uh, that he has. And again, that professionalism. Again, he's a college kid. I get that. But that professionalism to always be ready. Now, this is my time. This is my team. And that's how they play with him. Well, and, and just the the first play of the second half last week, to throw that pick six. Yeah. And then, yeah. all right, shake it off and just keep going. I thought that was a level of maturity that I don't know that last year, two years ago, or you know, other quarterbacks that have been there under Jimbo would have been able to shake off a mistake like that, and he did, and the Aggies continued to roll in that win over Arkansas. It, it, would, it definitely rattles you, and I think that's one of the things for this team. Instead of saying, oh, no, here we go again, they rely on one another more and trust and say, look, that's a pick. Let's take the momentum back. You know any sport, but especially college football, to, to seize momentum away from the team I think is harder than getting it. And Arkansas a couple of times, the first drive, they get the field goal, but they had it for eight minutes. Aggies get it back with the touchdown drive. The pick to start the second half, when there's a chance to put that Arkansas team away with a drive to start that second half, there's the pick, four-point game again. They march down. They get a field goal. They make the plays. I think it's this trust in one another and the confidence in one another and in themselves that allows them to overcome some of the adversity that they face. Andrew Monica, the voice of the Aggies here on the Blitz. I've got a, a knucklehead question for you, Andrew. I know that surprises sure, sure. you. Um, <laughs> reading that there are over 300 recruits for Texas A&M coming into this game, the classes of 24, 25, and 26. Jimbo has got a whole bunch of future, hopefully future Aggies coming to this game. Is that a sign that he's confident? that the Aggies are going to beat the hell out of Alabama and he wants all those kids there to see it that could also be looking at Alabama? Or is it because they all want to come to the Alabama game too and you know right. the place is going to be electric? I mean, it's kind of dangerous. you got Alabama coming to town, and if they, if they get steamrolled, uh, that, that could hurt. Why, why this game for that many recruits? You get you because recruits want to come to this game. Look, for some recruits, I think it's a chance to see both <laughs> both yeah. schools. I, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be that naive. Look, <laughs> Jason, add into that that baseball is going to have recruits, basketball is going to have recruits. All the sports will use this as a as a big recruiting weekend because they bring them out, especially for football, and say, if this is what you dream about, here it is: a, a full Kyle Field in in full throat. Here's the 12th man. This is why you come here. Yeah, it's a combination because, look, I'm not going to disagree. It's the marquee game on the schedule. There, were, there was a good number of recruits two years ago here against Alabama, and the thought being, well, what are they going to do with Zach Calzada and play, take Alabama? <laughs> no, that, that's the other thing, Jason, is I think where the recruiting is for Jimbo, like we say, like this team, there, there's confidence in this team, and there's talent on this team. I'm not going to lie, and, it's, and we've talked before, as deep and as talented, but they're still kind of young. Like, they're not going away. These guys aren't going anywhere. They're coming back next year. And, you know, players recruit players. So when you have a player say, hey, you, you, you have to come here, we have something special. That's the Evan Stewart's doing that, the Noah Thomases, the Bobby Taylors who's doing that. Even the recruits who have committed in 24 are now saying to their high school teammates, you need to get here. Noah Thomas did it with Blake Ivey, one of the offensive linemen at Clear Springs High School, 
down there in, in, in League City. That's what you want. But it's the atmosphere when, when you're on that recruiting trail and say, hey, imagine Kyle Field. Now, tomorrow, 2.30, kickoff, you no longer have to imagine it. Now you're imagining, oh, what's it going to be like when I'm putting on that maroon uniform and I'm out there playing here? You dream about it. This is part of that reality. And there's a lot of confidence to say, hey, you want to be here because this is what Kyle feels like, not just against Alabama. Let's not forget they had 102 against Auburn. They had 100,000 against you. This is what it's like when you want to come to Texas A&M. Head recruiter, voice of the Aggies, Andrew Monaco. Again, the game tomorrow. Pre-game gets going at one thirty. although I think he could start that right now. Kickoff at 2.30 right here on your home for Texas A&M football. 94-1, San Antonio Sports Star, brought to you by Ewall, Kubota, Just Potts, ABC Home and Commercial Services, and the Angry Elephant there at 281 and Redland Road. Andrew, enjoy the game tomorrow. I know it's going to be a fun weekend there in College Station. Thank you so much, my friend. Always wonderful spending time with you. Appreciate it. Andrew Monaco on the Buyers Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.